Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Engineering Leadership Series. Today, we have Dustin Goodman. Hello. <laughs> and Dustin is actually an engineering manager here at Vistant. And, um, you know, I was just recently having a fun conversation with Jimmy Jacobson of Codingscape. And his hot take was, is Agile failing engineering organizations? And it got me thinking, it got me really ramped up actually. And you know this Dustin, cause I was like, let's talk. Um, but you know, I, I look at, um, you know, at this thought we do consulting. And so we talk to a lot of, we work with a lot of engineering organizations and on a lot of projects. And, um, you know, I'm like, well, we kind of do do waterfall and like we're agile ish, you know, like. It's a total ish. And I kind of, I, I like how you said ish. Cause like, <laughs> like when you said, it, I was like, well, yeah, we do, but also we don't. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the beauty of it. But like, are you waterfall, allergic to waterfall? Like when you hear that word, do you just like want to choke and. A little bit. Okay. I'll, be, I'll be honest. It's not my favorite. Um, uh, Like waterfall, like I get what it is. I don't, I don't love the word, but then I think about it more and I look at like, most of the organizations I've worked with, most of the projects I've run. And I'm like, yeah, like waterfall is a tool that businesses kind of have to use. Now, I think there's some businesses that have figured out how to get away from it. Uh, I'm thinking um, uh, 27 signals, uh, Basecamp. I know they effectively do like true signals. agile. 37, I, I always get the number <laughs> wrong. I don't they know do why. true agile, okay. Yeah, like, um, I don't know if you've ever read their book, but it's really interesting. They do, uh, every project has basically, I forget the exact number they wrote, but I think it's six weeks to come alive. Like they don't, they won't do a project that takes longer than six weeks. Okay. And it's like from inception to delivery, there's six weeks where they can do it. And I think it's very interesting how they do it. But then I look at, at their product and everything and I'm like, it makes sense for where they are and how they operate as a business today. But when I kind of look at a lot of the teams we're working with and their reporting structures, it's kind of like they need to know at the beginning of the quarter, almost beginning of the year sometimes, like everything they're going to be delivering for the next 12 months and how to plan for that and how to schedule that work. And, and when you start talking about that, it's like, oh, wait, we're talking waterfall all of a sudden. And mm -hmm. maybe not in like the truest sense of the word, mm -hmm. but at least in the, the upfront planning. And mm -hmm. I, think, I think that's an interesting piece of the puzzle, so to speak. Like you can, you can try to be agile, yeah. but you're never truly agile unless you're planning on a two week cadence, what you're going to be doing for the next two weeks without any prior knowledge to what that's going to be. Yeah. I mean, you can have some prior knowledge, but that's not the, uh, that's not the idea there. So to but speak. But that also seems like it's funny. Cause right. You, you, you talk about waterfall and you talk about agile and you talk about like, I guess like, you know, what are the reasons people are allergic to work at, at our waterfall? Like, cause it's, it basically yeah. means like you have no room to move. Right. And I think that's where people get sticky with it is you, you plan effectively every single week for the next X number of weeks. Right. And you have to be delivering specific deliverables internally, but you don't release anything until the very end, at uh -huh. least in the true waterfall sense. And people, right. people don't want to wait that long to deliver things. It's almost mm -hmm. like you want to be delivering and seeing results sooner. So I actually, I, I think, and this is how we operate on most of our projects is we kind of take a, a waterfall, agile, Kanban hybrid approach to everything. <laughs> like, I feel like we really do take the best of each of these different worlds and like 
smash them together into a process that mm -hmm. really provides quality and value to customers and gets results out there quickly. Like mm -hmm. um, customers don't want to wait three months to see a product delivered to production. They really want to see, you know, every two weeks something that they could ship to production if they so chose. And that's like, like the agile, the, mm -hmm. you know, agile, like one of the, one of the, I don't know, I don't know if you call it tenants, but like one of the, the qualities I suppose of agile is like, you're showing your work on a more frequent basis versus, mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, you really do have to take both because you can't not have that upfront plan. Like that sounds crazy. Yeah. I mean, and you could do a waterfall plan where it's like, we're going to develop for four weeks and then deliver something and do like a week of QA and then ship that to production. Like you could do a shorter waterfall. But I think a lot of people, when they hear waterfall, they're like, oh, that's going to be six months of work. And we're going to have to plan like three months of development, two months of QA, one month of uh, production delivery. And like there's still bug fixing and quality assurance in there. And like there's not a lot of quality control kind of between the start of development and the end of development, which really like so it's just exacerbates like timeline. It's crappy. It's like, oh, we didn't look at it for six weeks. We just followed this plan or, or sorry, six months. And we just yeah. followed this plan. And then at the end, we were delivered crap, which is why everybody was like, well, screw Waterfall because it's delivering crappy results. And now let's move to Agile. Yeah. But <laughs> then you start looking at how like organizations and teams are operating. And like beginning of the quarter, I, I can't think of a team that I haven't been on that hasn't done this. Like we talk about, okay, what are we going to try to achieve this quarter? Like what KPIs are we trying to hit? And like, what product decisions are we going to do in order to hit that? Now, somebody might come up with a great idea and we pivot mid, uh, mid quarter. That's fine. That that's the agile idea of like, we can pivot to new ideas because we're flexible in that way. Yeah. But the waterfall planning kind of gives us an idea of like, how long is it going to take to do these things? And then on top of it, like when we're doing, uh, you know, we're restructuring projects with a lot of our clients, we have to think like, hey, how long is this going to take? And what are the milestones? And how do we break that down? But then what's really nice about that, and this is, I think, what you love about it, is we're able to like start taking scope out of projects and be like, hey, this isn't critical path. Like if this delivered, this would be amazing. But like without it, it's still a great delivery. Mm -hmm. And like we try to hit those amazing deliveries, but like if some other priority comes in, like, that's the first thing to go. And now yeah. you're still on time, on delivery, delivering high quality. And because you have this plan and you know where the flexibility in that plan is kind of upfront. Mm. And then Flexible you use kind waterfall. of waterfall. Yeah. I mean, it's almost, a, it's like an agile fall. I think I've heard that phrase thrown about somewhere. And it's like, yeah, like let's have this, this agile mindset to our waterfall process. And then some people are like, I don't even want to be reporting on a two week basis. Like we can just go full Kanban on it. Yeah. So you're like, you're checking in every two weeks, like, Hey, are we on track? Do we have something we can demo? Can we do a thing? But you still have like tickets flowing constantly and moving left to right on, on whatever technology board, Jira, uh, linear, whatever you're using. And then on top of it, you still know, like, am I tracking against this plan that we set out six weeks ago? Yeah. Am I still on track? Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty of like mixing all these different kind of processes together because they yeah. each have their own, I, I would say, major flaw. Like, I think waterfall in a sense, like pure waterfall, is there's a lot of development time with not a lot of quality assurance and making sure we're building the right thing. So you don't get that feedback loop. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. Mm -hmm. Agile, you're almost moving too quick sometimes that you don't you don't give yourself enough space to build some of the more challenging product things that would actually provide a 
lot of value to your customers and clients and like really make a difference in their businesses. And then Kanban is, I mean, the definition of Kanban is no structure. You yeah. just, you're moving things around. So like you, you kind of lose out on anything there. So they, yeah. each one has like huh. this flaw to it, but they each have their own pros that like, it, why not pick from the best parts of it, introduce those processes in your overarching process at the right time. Right. And just reap all the benefits. Well, what I don't about know. all these Apple you know, like I, in some large organizations, right? Like every yeah. like every project has like an agile coach that's spread across like whatever three or four. But then you can kind of look at agile, for example. And I mean, I guess, you know, Kanban is like, you know, totally unstructured or whatever, but like, you know, in some of the ways you're talking about agile, which you know, is 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 like true and untrue, I suppose, at the same time. It's like agile sounds like okay, every two weeks, we're just iterating on something. So it doesn't feel like there's a vision. It almost doesn't feel like there's a vision or the, a goal without waterfall. Like, and I think that's that's the beauty of it all. Now, I mean, it's also kind of like, what are you trying to track against? I mean, a lot of reasons these organizations are doing one, two, I've heard three-week sprints. That's about the largest sprint I've ever heard of. But the reason they go for like that long is that's, that's a way to measure and track how you're doing against some waterfall approach that existed before you even started. Like there, there's a waterfall element to a lot of these agile teams and processes. Mm -hmm. It's just maybe hidden in how they like discuss and do their process and their process is very rigid and has a bunch of ceremony. And then all of a sudden they get this reporting and their velocity and like all that's really helpful in being able to be like, as a business, we're able to move at this pace and do these things. And I think there's a lot of value in that reporting uh -huh, at the same uh -huh. time. Like if you spend, you know, how long does it take to pull those reports? I've seen teams where it takes up to three hours to pull those reports. Yeah. It's like, is that valuable? Is that three hours it, of value? In the that you're or in the waterfall? Uh, in an agile approach. In an agile like, approach. Yes. Like the overhead, the overhead, like of... the, the overhead. Of, and, and like, and when I say three hours, I, I'm not talking about an individual three hours. I'm talking about every single person on that team, because you have, uh, you have your scrum scrums, you have your yeah. scrum, you have your sprint planning, you have your pre sprint planning, you have your retrospective. Like if you're doing true agile, you like, I just named five meetings that collectively in a given week take anywhere from three to five hours. And that's every engineer in your organization who's now doing that. Yeah. But, and some of those meetings, don't get me wrong, I think are super high value, like sinks and scrums. Backlogging I think. too. Back, uh, backlogging. Back, backlog, groom, backlog grooming. Backlog refinement. Refinement, <laughs> Tracy. That's the right term <laughs> these days. Oh, uh, but yeah, backlog refinement. And I will say this backlog refinement, I think is actually a super valuable one because when you're like looking, even in a waterfall situation, like you need that backlog refinement because what you're doing is you're looking at all the things you need to be doing over the next two weeks, let's say. And you're kind of saying, can we actually do this? Or like, are we going to miss our deadline? Yeah. And that's a really good time to have that conversation of, I don't think we can do all this because we said, well, this isn't clear on what's required here. You're gathering, like backlog grooming in Agile is requirements gathering, mm -hmm. which happens at the front of a process, which is just a mini waterfall at that point. So all of a sudden Agile's just like mini waterfalls against this larger waterfall that started somewhere weeks ago. Cue like TLCs, don't go chasing waterfalls. Or maybe it. start chasing it a little bit more because it's not such a dirty word. I don't think it is that dirty a word. <laughs> I mean, like you asked me, like, do I cringe? And I'm like, yeah, but I think my cringe about waterfall is just that the, the old 
kind of tutelage and like old project management philosophy of like, yeah, a waterfall is going to take six months. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. appealing to anybody. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I have to give a shout out to this dot, which Dustin and I both get to work at. We are a development consultancy. We specialize in app development, um, upgrading legacy systems. We get to work with really cool companies like PlayStation, Capital One, Herman Miller, Sentry, Twilio, Cloudinary. I could go on and on and on. Um, but you know, if you're facing challenges within your engineering organs, um, Dustin, whether he likes it or not, I think he likes it sometimes. <laughs> no, he does. I enjoy but it. like I enjoy fixing it. and helping engineering orgs get better is like mm -hmm. our jam. Um, so if you need like help understanding best practices or understanding modern technologies, you can check us out at this.co. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T.co. Um, I'll even say, or, you know, if you need help getting your agile process to be more waterfall or your waterfall to be more agile, we're here. We know how to do that. That's like such a, it's like, can we sell that? Like getting your <laughs> agile process to be more waterfall or will everybody just like vomit? You uh, know? I, I, I think we might get some heat for that one. I hate to say. <laughs> The idea is there. Everybody I mean, is like, no, but even large organizations right now, right, who are modernizing are just adopting agile methodologies now, you know, which I, mean, I think is interesting. It's like still uh, something that's like being adopted. I mean, I kind of want to talk about this project that I was just on. Uh, it, what a fascinating project on almost every dimension because when we started, the company was on uh day cycles like uh -huh. we're not two week sprints we're yeah. not waterfall they were just like we're going to iterate every single day they mm -hmm. just threw all process out the window uh -huh. um they were well, just like every day's yeah every day's a scramble like that that's kind of where they went they went like they were like we're we're we're, we're agile but really they were operating as a kanban and they were trying mm -hmm. to create some like level of how do I do this and have kind of some predictability on when this is going to deliver. And that was actually one of their biggest pain points. And I was like, well, what if you plan for the quarter? What are we trying to deliver? What's the highest value? And it, it was fun, uh, funny, fun in the sense that like we got them going from one day cycles to one week sprints from one week sprints to two week sprints. Um, but still it was all backed by this idea of, okay, what are we trying to deliver over the next three months? And we had broken it down into these milestones. So you took it more of like, like your your team can deliver, and like the the metric was just, hey, how much code did I push up on a daily yeah. basis? But the code was just like undirected in a sense, mm -hmm. or like had no vision. And then you and slowly went like, okay, let's have a week vision. Okay, let's have a two week vision. Okay, let's talk about yeah. what your actual goals are, and then incorporate that into like a two week sprint. Yeah, like it was mm -hmm. it was interesting too because they came to me and was like, "Hey, can you all build uh, this brand new feature set for our, our entire platform?" I was like, "Yeah, but that's like a three five month project. Like, I think y'all are looking for something in the range of three to four weeks." And they're like, oh. "Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking for." I was like, "Okay, we can't deliver all this in four weeks. That's not possible. Um, yeah. Unless you want to, you know, triple your spend and size up your team. That that's not realistic." Uh -huh. But what was like instead of trying to deliver all of this at once, what happens if we took like this slice of it? Is that a high enough value proposition to add to your, your clientele? And they're like, yes. So I was like, okay, well, here's our waterfall uh, plan of here's everything we want to deliver over the next five months, but here's our 
two-week vision on how we're going to get something to your clients immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it was great because by the end of, um, what was it, eight weeks, we had delivered four of the milestones. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, they're like, they had never felt like they had delivered at that pace. And it was just like a wonderful feeling for them. It was yeah. like, hey, we're seeing value. We're able to ship product. So we're we're moving in an agile way, but we operated with a waterfall perspective, but we're still flexible enough to change our process mid-flight as we needed to. Yeah. But I think the key one of the key points that I think is really important there is like you take time to understand like what actually are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. Not like, hey, what are we trying to do in two weeks? Oh, let's do this. Oh, that seems like good work. But it's like, okay. What what that's is the, the highest goal. value? Yeah, it's yeah. and 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 that's the thing. Like organizations operate against KPIs or OKRs or some type of metric where by the end of the quarter we're trying to do X. How does what your department, your team's doing relate back to those metrics? Yeah. And how do you think it's going to drive effectively the bottom line to help the organization be productive and effective? Yeah. And you can't just say, oh, we'll figure it out as we go. Like that that never works out very well. Like mm-hmm. you, you try and then by the end of the quarter, you're like, yep, yeah, didn't work out so well. Not even it's in like, startups. That's like the lean startup methodology, right? Just like, well. I, startups, startups being maybe the exception to this, but like yeah. early stage startups, because like you really, you're like two you're person page. <laughs> well, two person team with a blank page. Like it's yeah. very different than like, okay, we've been at it for 18 months. We have a product and we're trying to iterate upon it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. very different mental mindsets and like what you're trying to achieve. And yeah. then at that point, it's like, okay, our client, we have clients, we've got a product fit. We know what we're doing kind of. Uh, let's go figure out like what's the next big thing to innovate the space and really get people latched onto what we're building. Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. I'm like all energized and I shouldn't be because I should be like chilling out, um, <laughs> you know, about to have a baby, but I'm like, I'm so excited. But uh, this is just such a fun conversation, Dustin. So where do we find you on the internet? <laughs> uh yeah uh a few places uh you can find me at this dot uh yeah. but you can also find me on twitter x whatever you want to call it at uh dustin s goodman i'm yeah. on um blue sky uh dustin good dustin goodman dot dev oh god uh yeah i i i actually kind of like how blue sky does it uh i'm a weirdo like that or you can find me on linkedin uh I'm on LinkedIn. I don't know what my handle is, but if you look Dustin Goodman, you'll find me. Uh, it's it's this it's this beautiful face right here. <laughs> well, cool. And yeah, definitely check out this dot if you need some help on the engineering side. Again, we love to solve problems. Uh, you can find us at this co. That's teach isdot.co. And thank you, Dustin, for having this like really fun conversation with me. Of course, my pleasure. I had a great time. <laughs>